fucking dating and love seek treatment if you're boring as fuck seek treatment if you're unlucky in love seek treatment if you just can't take a hint we'll seek treatment with cat and pat Hi. hi! 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 It's Catherine Cappuccino. It's Patrick Cappuccino, and this is Seek Treatment. It's Seek Treatment, a podcast about, about boys. boys. Fucking love it. Fucking but also, it's not love. about those things, and it's about What's nothing that at all. Was that me? Click, 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 click. I don't hear it. Oh, it's you. We have to be honest about what just happened. I know. We started, and then the microphone was pop, pop, popping. I was, I was accused of being creating a popping sound. Now, you know what I have to say? Do you remember? I believe that it was... So my dad had both an Alanis Morissette album and I believe a Nelly Furtado album in his car. And there was one song on one of those albums. My dad's gay. No, my dad's gay. And my dad is gay by vibes. And there was a a track on one of the albums that was like, watching the popcorn machine go pop, pop, pop. Does anyone remember that? No. I have to look it up. Pat, your mic's still doing it. Happier than ever. Should we include some of that? I almost wanted to be Ron Yo. And that's, you know what what that's taking a page out of the book of? Well, modern day Teen Mom. Because, do you know the story of Teen Mom? Can you actually, I have no idea. So, can you just tell us, for those of us not in the know, what the hell you're talking about? I can. It's going to take a second, but it's going to be well. That's okay. It's going to be well. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. So, basically, in like 2008, 2009, what have you. MTV created a show called 16 and Pregnant, which told the story of girls who actually were 16, but at the same time pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened when I was in college. And for some reason, I did watch Where was it set? All over the country. That's what's cool about it is you see, like, randomly, like, a girl, like, you see a random person who lives in um, Omaha, Nebraska, and then mm-hmm. you'll see people who live in, like... The most random areas you could ever imagine, like so random, sure. that, so random that I can't even name one because I would I would go to on the nose random and that would make it not random. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like North Kentucky. Dakota is actually not random because it's like the go to random. If that makes sense, that makes so much sense. Anyways, but Omaha, Nebraska is kind of perfect, but actually like also smaller because that's almost like a big town. That's where Farrah is from, but. Anyways, so the- Farrah's the porn star. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll there. get, we'll get there. there. So with the most interesting stories, which is Amber, Caitlin, Macy, Farrah, they made Teen Mom wow. in like 2010. And that ran for four seasons. And it kind of ended when Amber actually did have to go to prison. Um, for what? For lots of things. It honestly is medium fucked up. But like basically what happened was in like season two or three, she had an incredibly explosive relationship with her baby daddy, Gary, who's... Who's one of the worst people? But um, oh no! But it means well sometimes. But he'll always say this. Always be like, "Have you stopped yelling at me? I'll take Leah from you." Because oh, he has full custody. Shit. And they're, he's what, like nineteen? Well, yeah. Now they're in their like late twenty or early twenties. But like, well, now they're probably in their late twenties. They're probably a couple or even thirties. They're probably a couple years younger than me. And. But, like, he had full custody, and he would always use it against Amber, who already had anger problems. So, like, she would really mm. fight off the deep end. But, anyways, it's basically what happened was Amber, like, would be, like, she would punch him, and she punched him a lot. And, like, she punched him on the staircase one time, and the MTV cameras. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really disturbing to watch, actually. It's horrible. She is really angry. She's a really angry young woman. And, um, ultimately, 
she did oh so then cps oh so then she was like on probation she had to she was like on probation because of that and then she, and she's also addicted to opiates and then she like violated her parole oh, somehow no. so she ended up getting sentenced to five years in prison but it was reduced to a year and a half so like mtv cameras kind of went away for three years in 2012 they did four seasons and Farah is like one of the worst ones ever and Farah is the kind of person who actually has the most interesting speech pattern because she doesn't quite understand prepositions or like tenses and stuff so she'll say things like for instance if she ever says she wants something she'll say i'm wanting to like she'll be like she'll go to like a tanning salon she's like ah i'm wanting to get a tan i'm i'm not wanting to do that like she always says i am wanting or i'm not wanting so just i want or i don't want i'm wanting to do it <laughs> anyways i'm kind of bored of explaining it but then basically when no, amber I went more anymore when amber went to and so basically the the girl's girl of the bunch who like everyone connects with and relates to is macy because she's kind of like responsible and her ex was really hot but then he basically also struggled with opiates i need visuals i need visuals google ryan teen mom early days okay. in early days ryan i was early days I used to be, ryan. when i was in college i was so attracted to ryan i wish we could be together even though he was so cruel and mean to macy and oh, no. he is pretty bad and his parents' names are jen and larry and they are interesting because they um they definitely they're wow. they present as like a normal like tennessee they're they all live in T- tennessee and they all oh my god and they all this is crazy jen and larry present as like a normal southern parents who actually are kind of good parents despite raising a truly awful child and they're good to bentley who's macy and ryan's shared son but um but then at some point you get to a point you get to a place with jen and larry after a few years where you're like why are you guys on tv like why are you still trying to be on tv like if you were truly normal as you claim jen and larry you wouldn't be on tv you wouldn't be like no normal tennessee like 63 year old couple needs to be on tv every second needs to be on mtv's teen mom every second you know what i mean uh, the thing that just popped up for me was Teen Mom OG star Macy Bookout responds to negative backlash for putting 11-year-old son on strict diet. Wait, really? Well, that's that's the backlash she's responding well, to. Well, that's weird. Anyways. So how old's her son now? I guess, like... He's probably, like, 13 now, but... Essentially, crazy. in 2012, Amber went to prison. The cameras went down. Three years okay. later, I'm with you, Amber I'm with gets you. out. Okay. Wow. And the cameras started up again. And at first, Farrah is not included because in that three-year interim, she did decide to move into um, <laughs> she did decide to move into porn via like yeah, a fake, I remember that, like a fake leaked sex tape. And then also, she was like, "This is definitely a certain type of person in our society. The kind of person who like does molds of their like anatomy as sex toys. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very like Dustin Diamond, like a dildo with my penis. I literally try. I tried to get um Brian one of this porn star we like, but I couldn't find her particular pussy, which is so fucked up. I would never want. I would never want. <laughs> For me, it would never need to be like. Oh, it needs to be just like this person's. That'd be so. It was like cool. It was a kind of classic sexy gif that's a joke, but also real, ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I've been having actually really good sex. That's great to hear. But wait, just very quickly, basically when they came back, Farrah No, please keep going. Farrah wasn't included at first, and What's wrong with Amber's husband? Well, his, her current... what's, What's the guy's name who was horrible to her? Gary. Oh, I don't see him. I see Andrew. Yeah, Andrew's her... Andrew's what we call her current... <laughs> and he, I'm actually car. not even up to Andrew yet in my rewatch. There was a person in between okay. Gary and Andrew named Matt who was say it with me, 43 years old, when, and no. he literally. Oh like, my god, this is Gary. Yeah. That's sad. 
it's not sad. And um, but wait, this is so awful. Are these wait, people okay? No, none of them are okay. But they're all doing their best, and that's what we care about. I hope they're getting paid a lot. I, you know, you know, I think what it is is like I think they probably make about like five hundred k a year probably from this but you know that seems like li- a lot yeah yeah it seems like a lot but it's like if you're on tv for truly 10 10 to 12 years of your life maybe it doesn't feel like that much but like <laughs> but also they live in truly like the smallest market you could ever imagine and a lot of them are truly living like below the poverty line like caitlin and so tyler sad. grew up in like trailer parks and stuff so it is interesting you don't you don't see that for real on tv when the storyline isn't like trailer yeah you know what I mean? how did like, they find these teens originally i mean and you'd have to talk to mtv casting directors because i was mom. they actually didn't oh my god the mtv didn't involve me in the casting process for 16 and pregnant because i was only a junior in college and <laughs> they just they thought i should focus on my studies so mtv didn't consult me on casting for 16 and pregnant in 2008 oh my god um, my friend recently told me that her mom is really into teen mom so i need to connect you guys oh please 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 connect me so in, yeah. in most recency so Basically, I started to rewatch for no reason, and then now I'm. I just started the first season back. Which, what they do then? Oh, this is and this is why I brought it up. Is they pull the cameras back, and we really see the production. Like we see like the woman named Kiki, who's like a forty-five year old like woman in a beanie, who's like the producer wow. who's talking to them. And they're like, so Ambie, what is the deal? Like, how are you <laughs> feeling about this? Like, why don't we do a scene where you like really talk about how you're feeling about you know Gary and like what maybe what Gary said to you yesterday. And Amber is like, Kiki, I'm I'm not in the mood right now. Like, it's a no, Kiki. And then <laughs> Amber's, what I love about Amber and why she's ultimately a girl's girl is she is never. Is Amber your favorite? No, I mean, basically, Macy has to be your favorite. It's illegal for her not okay. to be. But, um, <laughs> except for this, like, diet gate that I found out about. Except for her 11-year-old son <laughs> being on absolute keto. But, um. Strict was in quotes, just for the record. <laughs> um. But um, but then I like the, like Farrah is my favorite, and that like I I'm obsessed. I am fascinated by her, and then Caitlyn's my favorite in some ways. Caitlyn's one who I always say um, I feel like Caitlyn when I'm depressed and my boyfriend's not. That's when I feel like Caitlyn from Team Mom because <laughs> her story is being like wildly depressed, and her husband's like, "Can you not be depressed? How about?" And she's like, "No," and he's like, "I don't want to be with someone who's depressed like this," um, and. But then Amber, like, I do feel for and will always root for till the day I die. But well, it sounds like she's been abused. She well, she also did abuse. She's the one who did abuse. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But, but she was emotionally abused, I would say. And, I mean, they all have, I think, traumatic pasts that are never fully explained. And that's also part of the draw. It's like, you're always feeling like you're looking at the tip of the iceberg where the number one question always seems to be, like, how did you get this way? Basically, with... Specifically, Amber and Farrah, you're just always like, how did you get this way? And what right. can I do to help? But right. um, but anyways, the reason Amber is 100% a girl's girl is she is under no circumstances is she ever not sitting on a sectional sofa. She is always on a sectional <laughs> in every iteration. Every new apartment is always like her on a sectional with like a fuzzy blanket. And she's like telling God, producers. God, I love a sectional. And it's her telling producers like she doesn't feel like talking about the Gary drama right now. God, but, um, I love a sectional. Basically, when they came back, Farrah wasn't asked to come back because, like, it was three years Cause later. Because of, of the porn or just in general? Yeah, because of the porn and also because I think she also, I mean, she's also, like, a nightmare to work with. You have to, it's so crazy how she talks to people. She is the rudest person I've ever watched 
on television or all. I've never seen someone treat people the way she treats people. It's crazy. Anytime anyone says anything, she's like, yeah, duh. I mean, shut up. Like, she just is always... I have to send you, like, video clips. I want to make an Instagram called Farrah Being Rude. And it's just (laughs) clips of Farrah being rude to people for truly no reason. And, um... But anyways... Halfway through the season, they bring Farrah back. And Macy, like, says she's quitting. And then, like, Farrah and Macy, like, have the big fight. But, um... But the last thing I'll say is that Amber, when we come back, she seems to be single. And Gary has a new girlfriend, this woman named Christina. And, um... And then, like... A few episodes in, she reveals that she's been secretly dating this guy named Matt this whole time. And she, like, brings him down from her attic. Like, truly, like, Jane Eyre style. Like, she, like, brings (laughs) him up from her basement. And um, he's, like, hi. And he's this, like, 43-year-old from Boston. She's 24, mind you. No. And um, so he's from Boston. And then, like, in one scene, they're like, I'm really glad Matt's going to get to hang out with Leo, who's her daughter, before he goes back to Boston. And, like, they hang out. And then it shows them back on their sectional. And, like, um... Heather, who's their producer, I think, was like, wait, so are you going back to Boston? He's like, no, I actually just let go of my apartment. And Amber was like, oh, what? And he's like, yeah, I guess I'm moving here and staying here from now on. And she was like, oh, I love you. And now they just got engaged. But no. it's gonna, it, you, it goes on to be a huge problem. But anyways, uh, I'm s- I don't want to talk about Team Mom anymore. Well, that was definitely illuminating. I don't know. I guess I, sh- I guess I would like it if I watched it. You know, you you might. I mean, it's, it's, it's profoundly comforting because it's like. There's not necessarily any storylines per se. Sure. There's nothing you have to follow. It's just these little slices of life. Of life. I have to come clean and say that I feel so tired. It's actually crazy. So I'm glad you're taking the reins. Okay. Keep writing. This yeah. is the last thing I'll say. The first four seasons of Teen Mom are ultimately an exploration of like the minutia of of kind of middle America and mm-hmm. the um and the latter seasons are more about an exploration of what it is to be on reality television in this way where your child's whole life has been documented by these cameras. And, like, tabloid culture is very much a thing where, like, a storyline will be, like, a magazine came out with, like, allegations on the cover that, like, one of the girls is a bad mom and they have to, like, deal with a backlash. Oh and that'll be a storyline in latter seasons. You know what I mean? It changes. The tone of it certainly changes. But anyways... Sorry, oh, I'm God, I look awful, huh? I'm so, you know what? I'm so retarded. I got back from my um, vacation last night. Get this. You'll never believe this. Plane lands. Guess how long it takes till I get off the plane. Oh, my God. There's no number that's too high for me to believe this. <laughs> so I'll keep Two you on hours. there for weeks. That Two is hours. so crazy. So I'm sitting it's in, just... in about, mind you, it's, it's about, we landed at like 10, we landed at like 9.30 p.m., so I'm sitting there. We're not off the plane until like 1130. Then, LOL, the cab line was absolutely long, long, long dot com. And I felt back as Brian. He goes, it won't take too long. And I was like, you don't know. You oh, have no know. idea. He you didn't know, know how long like. this line can take. You don't know how long the cab line, because sometimes the cab line can be, no, the cab line is usually pretty bad. I got the best massage of my life today from a woman named Cindy. Shout out to Cindy. I love you. I would die for you. I won't tell you where because I don't want everyone going to her. I'll tell you off air, Pat. And I had a massage, and then I did one of the saddest things in American history, which was I I went to the McNally Jackson notebook store, which is oh, where's that? Paradise. Oh, Pat, you would die, die, die. It's on West Eighth, and it's like instead of selling books, they just sell like notepads and pens. You haven't been? Oh, wait, is it by um? You've been because you you love it. I feel like I went with you. 
We went to a notebook store and a pen store one time near Washington Square Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that. Oh, cool. And so I bought, I thought this might change my life. I bought this like planner, this leather bound planner. It never it's really works. beautiful. It says diary and it says 2022 and it's like this gorgeous Japanese brand. So there's all these like maps of Japan in the back. Yeah. They have really good um, planners, Japan. They come out with yeah. some really cute stuff in the world of planning. They really do. And this this one's gorgeous. And I feel, and then I, I got something even more psycho than a planner because I was duped and I was living in a fantasy while I was in the store. And I can't even, can't really bring myself to tell you what I'm going to because um, I don't have anything else to say. I got, this is called, you're going to absolutely shoot me dead. If I stop talking after I say this, it's because I've been shot dead. Um, <laughs> this is what's called a five-year diary. And every page is a day with five little spaces for each of the next five years. So every day. So as you're going, you can go back and see what you've said. Oh, wait, that's actually incredible. Um, but I need to get Pat, I need to get you one of these five. It's a it's really cute size. And I only have one entry. It says... The one entry I did was December um, 30th, 2021. <laughs> Wonderful massage from Cindy. Then bought this at McNally Jackson. Waiting at the Marlton for Alex. Alex. That's, all, that's my journal entry. I love like that. that. I love Thank that. Thank you. So that's what I did today. And then I hung out with my friend Alex. And then I took a hot bath. And... um. And then tonight I'm having dinner with my dear friend, Simon, who's an absolute delight. And she's in town. She lives in uh, New Zealand and I haven't seen her in... I saw her like at the beginning of the pandemic, I guess. I don't know. It's been a really long time. I met her through Amy, Amy Beth, Amy Beth Saul. Do you know the story about my friend, about the story about Alex? Because um, <laughs> Amy worked on Barry. And yeah. Alex like ran into one of the actors from Barry that she really likes and she went to say hi and she she <laughs> Amy's Instagram handle is Amy Beth Saul. Yeah. And and Alex was like, "Oh, I love you. I'm Barry. I'm I'm really good friends with Amy Beth Saul." And then <laughs> I was like, "It's so <laughs> crazy." The guy was like, "What?" <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of that. Ever tell you the story of when I got detention my senior year? No, detention is so like is detention real? I that's was my thought exactly. It's whole, nothing like in the movies. It was actually really boring. I didn't yeah, make, you don't, I didn't like, make form a club. You I didn't make friend a yeah. club. I didn't make friends for life with people I otherwise would have never come into contact. You didn't with. bring sushi. You didn't bring sushi for your Saturday detention. <laughs> um, but um, when I was in senior year, it was homeroom. Which for us, homeroom is different for everyone. Homeroom meant did it mean something to you? Because it did not mean anything to me. It didn't mean anything to me except what it did mean to me was that um, basically like it's by alphabetical order. So like basically me and all the R's we go into this one classroom for only ten minutes after the second period. So you do two periods, then you'd go to your homeroom, which was you just be there for ten ten minutes, and it wasn't clear like why we did that, but we did, and uh-huh. nothing would happen there, but. One time this dean, Miss Becker, came storming in. It was, like, the very end of my senior year, and I had lost my uniform shoes, so I was just wearing sneakers. And she, like, walked up and down and saw my sneakers, and she was like, give me your ID card, you have detention. And I was, like, looking through my – I was, like, flustered, and I was kind of – in high school, I kind of was, like, how I am now. So I didn't know where anything was. I didn't know where my ID card was. I couldn't find it in my thing. Sure. And she was like getting really annoyed and waiting. I was like, sorry, I, I can't find my ID card. She's like, okay, write down your ID number on a, on a piece of paper. No. So I'm like, I needed a piece of paper. I had to like ask someone next to me, like, can I have a piece of paper? She's like, you know, when, like someone literally is like tapping their foot waiting for you. And it's like, what are you, a cartoon character? She was, <laughs> she was doing that. And then I finally got a paper and I finally got a pen, which I also didn't have. I had to borrow it. I had to like crowdsource it from the room. 
And I'm like really nervous. Pens like, are your your famous joke. Pens are family. Style. Pens are family. Style. Pens are for everyone. And I am literally like so panicky and like I'm like oh my god she's like so pissed. So I like just write down really fit quickly like and I start and because she had told me to write down my ID number and I hand it to her. But as I'm handing it to her, I see the paper and I realize that in my haste I've just written Pat thirty one eighty eight, which was my screen name at the time. <laughs> and then she took it and I grabbed it back out of her hands and she was like, "What are you doing?" And the whole class was watching and I was like. I wrote down my screen mm. name by accident, and everyone no. burst out laughing. Everyone laughed at me. That, that is funny. But, but did they think you were, like, trying to be tricky, but really you were just, like... No, misguided? they were, like, what... Kind of the vibe in general was, like, what is this good steal? Always. <laughs> um, detention. I don't think I ever got that. Um, you know, so many people... I, oh, you know, we used to have... We'd, we'd get citations. In the fifth grade, we get citations. And I got one for talking and laughing too loud in the computer lounge. <laughs> That's what the computer lounge is for. The computer lounge is for LOLing. Do you know what I always wished when I was little? Tell me. I wish that my high school would be like how this high schools are on TV shows like Buffy and like other WB shows where there's like I a know. couch in the middle of the hallway. There's a couch that you sit with your friends. It's like, yeah, you're like, what's it? Central Perk. There's like Central Perk, but it's high school. Yeah. Like, and then Enditation is writing on the board like, I will not disrespect Mr. Goopy again. <laughs> Wait, and what else? You know, ever you know, you know when I talked about that girl from my high school who like was doing eyebrows before people did eyebrows, like penciling her eyebrows. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like turned out. She turned out okay. No, she turned out to be like an alt right, like fake reporter who doesn't believe in science. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> she fa- her like biggest pa- her literally her biggest passion is like being a fake reporter and her second biggest passion is like not believing in science and her third biggest passion is being the first person to ever pencil in eyebrows <laughs> but since i talked about her on the pod literally like so many people from my high school that i didn't even know listened were like i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> that's so and then someone who didn't even go to my high school found her someone like oh someone who like someone somehow like literally like went through like my followings and found her well, people aren't afraid to get in there. I'll tell you that much. I love it. I love it. I love people. I love it. Gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 97% of women aged 19 through 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% are not getting the recommended daily intake of omega-3s. Ritual is essential for women 18 and up multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up, like me. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. I love taking my rituals. It feels like a little easy thing I can do to make me, as a woman 18 and up, feel powerful in my blood, bones, and brain. Yes, and even though I am not a woman, I do um, actually use their protein, and it's really good. Uh, I have been liking it to recover after runs or workouts or little things like that. So it's been really helpful. That's right. Mm-hmm. And right now, what I'll say is Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash seek treatment and turn healthy habits into a ritual. Right in time for the new year, that's 10% off at ritual.com slash seek treatment. That's ritual.com slash seek treatment. Have you ever been on a date and it's going well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker? Oh my gosh. You mean like they're real, they don't <laughs> vote? Yes, I have. That has happened to moi. Well, thanks to the dating app OkCupid, okay ever heard of it? You may never be in that situation again. You know why? Oh, because OkCupid okay finds people you're most compatible with. 
Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's important to you by asking you questions. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about, like puppies and reproductive rights. In fact, did you know OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issues you care about? From climate change to bring pro-choice to LGBTQ rights. It's time to find your person. Download the dating <laughs> app OkCupid today. And find love. Okay, so I haven't seen you since you... Uh, so I don't think I gave it to you, but you have you had COVID too. Yeah, I don't think you gave it to me either. I don't know who did because Angela never got it. Um... Angela never got it, so I don't know where I got it. So you were, so how long did, so you were literally in a room alone by yourself, isolating. Did you feel crazy or did you love it? Um, both and both and both. When I was first up, because like I, I had a hotel, because basically like. We have to shout out. We have to shout out. We have, I mean, if you think he's not going to be my crush the week, you're crazier than I ever could yeah. have imagined. <laughs> um, but, um, so basically like, I was staying at the Silver Lake Pulling Inn, which is where I recorded our last episode, if, if listeners remember. And, um. And that time ran up, but I was like, and they, there was no more like vacancies. So I didn't know what I was going to do, where to stay. I ended up staying at this unbelievable friend, Jesse Spano at Twitter, um, named Will, who listens to the pod. And Will is everything. And he's already a dear friend because we connected in Jackson Hole, Wyoming on my road trip. Oh, was that where you connected? I thought it was in Texas. No, I think he lives in Austin, but he I need literally, to know everything I mean, about saw... him. He's incredible. I think he saw. Um, anyways, he let me use his apartment in um, Santa Monica because so, he wasn't sorry. there. Something popped up my phone, but anyways, he uh, we connected in Jackson Hole. We had a really lovely dinner. I think we had pizzas, like wood, like wood burning fancy pizzas. Well, if you're listening, plug your ears. I have I had such a crush on him for the entire time I was staying there because oh it was God. like room raiders and it was like. Um, you know, falling in love with someone because of like their apartment, which is room raiders culture. That and is. it was also it was like kind of a nice apartment. It was just like really cool sectional sofa and like well decorated and that made me feel like I was fifty shades of gray. If that makes sense. If you stay in someone's apartment and they're kind of has a have a nicer apartment than you, then then it's 50 That's shades so of gray. fifty shades. If they if it's yeah. especially if it's like if it's minimalist, if it's like yeah, yeah, it was minimalist. And it was very much like I have to stay here while he's out to work and he's gonna come home and absolutely abuse me. <laughs> he never came home because you... he wasn't at work. He wasn't in state. <laughs> I was by myself for days. But <laughs> I did the bleakest thing ever, which is I opened a notebook, wrote on top of it, like, new ideas, waited for seven minutes, closed the notebook, and put team on back on. Oh, but oh I have to God. talk about I have to shout out that um, the number one thing that I found out about myself is that I love the L.A. Um, salad place called Tender Greens, and I developed a chemical so I've addiction never to it. Even had that. It's so crazy what that. I ultimately chose to do because I was like cognizant about not trying to go downstairs to receive food too much. I woke up, right. but even if I wasn't, I still think I would have done this. I woke up every morning, reached for my phone in my first moments of consciousness, pulled up <laughs> Postmates, ordered three salads from Tender Greens, two of the same one that I was my favorite, and then one new what I called the experimentation salad, which is when I tried something one new thing each day. And then they brought all three salads, and I just, like, kept them in the fridge and rationed them out throughout the day. And it was heaven on earth. Can you tell me... Oh, wait, sorry. Oh. Allison, be careful of the spinning thing. Okay, so everyone... So I just want to announce that I've been spinning a, a fidget spinner, and um, now I'm going to stop. 
cool. Wait, I was going to ask you, what do you get from Tender Grinds? So there's like one salad that's kind of like the main salad that's like, it's kind of like plain, but they're like <laughs> me this... saying me saying mm, before you said a single thing. Like, mm, the main, the main one. <laughs> it's kind of plain, but it's kind of like what it. And I built this narrative in my head. It feels like this was just a salad some guy used to have, and he would bring it to work every day, and his coworkers would be like, "That looks really good." And he'd be like, "It's just like essentially chicken and like lettuce, whatever, and it's just a sauce I put on it." And they're like, "No, it that looks incredible. Can I have some? Oh my god, this is amazing! You should open a salad place." And he was like, "I could never." And then he ends up like. Because of the yeah. popularity of this one salad he makes, like building an empire called Tender Greens, <laughs> and then so he populates the menu with all these other salads. So that is the mythology around Tender Greens that I made up in my head, but I do believe is true. And um, so basically, there's like one, it's like a, just like a salad with chicken that has like kind of. And if you believe something, it is true. Yeah. So that was like their main salad, and I got two of those, and then I would always try something else. They ha- I, they had what I would describe as the best cob of my life. I want to work at Tender Greens and eat there oh, for free damn. every day. Blue cheese or good? Or what? I don't remember. Uh, blue cheese. Blue cheese. Do they not have it in New York? I don't think so. Oh, this is... So in my... This is how I describe Tender Greens. When they don't have something in New York, it's like... This what? is how I describe Tender Greens. It's like if... I told you this. It's like if chopped and sweet green met in the middle. And what I mean by that is like... Sweet mm-hmm. green takes itself so seriously. It's ridiculous. Oh. Sweet green thinks it's like going for an Oscar <laughs> award with each salad it makes. It's like, calm down. It's just salad. Calm down. They're like squeezing. It's, it's not just salad. Just salad is not even a salad place anymore. But then chopped, it's too much. It's like, we need an adult in the room. Yeah. You guys are you guys are kids going crazy in here. And we need a grown up <laughs> to uh, tell everyone to calm down. The lines, the lines at the chopped and flat iron make me feel like I've never <laughs> known math. I'm like, how is there like, there's like, it feels like, um, it looks like sand going through an hourglass, the line. It's like somehow it all, everyone gets through, but it doesn't make any sense. And there's no rhyme or reason. Sweet green lately, I hate to say it, but I feel like they've been really sloppy lately. Whenever I go in, I'm like, does anyone work here and do they care about me? I'll, I'll avoid going to sweet Ugh. green at all costs, but of course I'll go there sometimes. And of course I went there with them. I went there with my. Um, I have to talk about my ex crush, my last crush before Angelo. I remember I went to Sweet Green with him. Uh, how could I forget? So I walked down the highway in Los Angeles to go to Sweet Green a few months ago, and when I got there, and this is the most one of the most interesting things I've ever said, but the menu, and I have twenty twenty vision, but the menu was actually so small that I couldn't read it, and I thought someone needs to do something about this. If this girl, if me with twenty twenty, can't read the ingredients, <laughs> what choice do the rest of us have? I, every time I... yeah i really need to shit my body is so clogged up i know it's why i'm in a bad i'm in a bad mood because my body's clogged your body is a wonderland your body your body is a wonderland i actually oh actually i have to share this i am um, brian was looking at my butt the other day and he said it looks really good and i was like no it doesn't and he was like let me take a picture and it, it actually looked so good in the position i was in that's amazing that reminds me of two things do you, want me to hear, do you want to hear about the position? Okay, yeah. So I was laying on my stomach. <laughs> I was laying on uh, the bed on my stomach, and then he yeah. kind of grabbed one cheek, so it looked like it looked really hot. Yeah, once. <laughs> I guess the position was laying down. <laughs> I wonder if I should. That, that's an amazing position. I um. <laughs> there's wait. Now I have so many things to say. Okay, first of all, the first thing I'm going to go to is when Lauren Conrad famously was on, like, the Howard Stern radio show. And it was, like, a headline where it was, like, Lauren Conrad eviscerates shock jock Howard Stern because he was, like, what's your favorite position? And she oh, was, like, yes. CEO. And CEO. Re- the headline was, like, and without missing a beat, Lauren Conrad fired back CEO. 
Where um, do you think she first heard that? Like, who taught her that? Do you think? I, exactly my thought. I don't. I don't know who taught her. <laughs> I don't know who taught her that, but someone taught her. If that. If you are the person who taught Lauren Connor <laughs> yeah. the joke, the joke of CEO being your favorite sex position, then please um, reach out. I actually want to know, like, because I'm, I'm sure the person doesn't even know they taught her that. Like, she heard someone say it once and was like, that was smart. But I want to know mm-hmm. if you're someone who, before Lauren Conrad said it. Eviscerated shock jock. Uh, Howard Stern. <laughs> please come forward because we're going to do a nationwide search to find out the person who incidentally or accidentally taught Lauren Conrad. That not that it's bad on Lauren Conrad's part. It's good to learn. But we just need to know the true origins. Secondly, um, I actually have a really quick question. I had to the other day, I had to ask Brian to explain Howard's turn to me. Like, why are we, why is everyone okay with him, even though he just says like really offensive stuff all the time? I don't know. But everyone's okay with it. I, but everyone's okay with it. Billie Eilish is like on his TV show or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't know. If someone wants to explain Howard's turn, uh, I don't really care at the same time. Like, Brian was like, is he's just a legend? And I was like, okay. oh my but God. Like, Every clip I've seen of Howard's turn, it's a woman on a show and he's like, Where'd you get so fat, you little fucking slut? And everyone's like, ah, yes, yes, that's so funny. It's always like, this slut's going to ride a Sibian in the studio. Well, you knew I used to jerk off to the sluts riding the Sibian on E. Is Sibian real? I mean, I guess, but how would you ever have that in your house? Like, I can't even have room. I don't have room for a couch, much less a Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in New York and you have a Sibian in your apartment, seek treatment. Yeah, we. Are. I, I do want to know, like, is there? Let me look it up. Sibian. Can you order and one? I wonder on, how much they are. Look up if you Let's could find out. Look up if you order could one on Amazon. Order one on Amazon and how much it costs. Sibian. Okay, it's unparalleled. <laughs> Ooh, the website is bad font. Okay, Sibian <laughs> is the most. Is Sib- is, is like Sibian this. a company or is it just a product? That like Vaseline? I Sibian is just a- <laughs> Yeah, like it's made by a bunch of companies. It's made like, by a bunch is it, of is it petroleum? Is it petroleum jelly or is it Vaseline? But if I was like, I'm actually going to launch a Sibian company. Sibian, ready for this? Sibian is... <laughs> their, their ad copy is amazing. Sibian is the most sophisticated... <laughs> Sabine is more like my this is more like my tinder bio Sibian is the most sophisticated sexual aid available okay naming my daughter Sibian <laughs> it's unparalleled simplistic design blah blah boring 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 oh you can also oh life you can have a, a lifetime 30 years <laughs> for nearly 30 years Sibian has been the leader in self-gratification products for women. (laughs) Sibian is a trusted brand that stands behind its product. Our continued dedication to customer service and creating a quality product is what sets Sibian apart. So Sibian is a company. Sibian is not just the name of an item. I I thought Sibian was the name of the object and it was made by different Sibian. It must be. It must be. Sibian.com is making it sound like... Sibian is the Well, if Sibian's the name of the company, then what do you call the item? I think it's like how you would call a Dyson vacuum cleaner, like a Dyson. You know no, what I mean? No, because you could also say that that's... Here's, here's what I'll say. If I saw a Dyson vacuum cleaner, I would be like, that's a vacuum cleaner. If I saw a Sibian, I'd be like, that's a Sibian. See, I think because Angela's so obsessed with Dyson vacuum cleaners, and he's always talking about a Dyson and wanting a Dyson and getting a Dyson, then when I see a Dyson, oh I'm like, that's a Dyson. Okay, so guess how much they are. Did you oh, I didn't look. Um... Okay, this is this is an amazing. Hey, then this is gonna be an amazing game for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how much is this being cost? Hmm. Okay, uh, let's, let's say I get three guesses, and you tell me higher mm-hmm. or lower after the first two, and then however close I can get, like that's how good I do. Okay. Cool. Um, three hundred. Oh. Higher. Higher. Three thousand. 
lower. Oh gosh, oh, this is this such is so a big fun. range. This is, so, this is an awesome game. Try playing this at your next um, holiday gathering. Seventeen hundred, seventeen hundred ninety-nine dollars. Okay. Uh, do you want to know? Yeah. Twelve forty-five. That's a lot of money to spend on this. Yeah, opinion. but it also doesn't seem like that much when it's like when you think of how much rent is. You know, is it like a, how a Theragun, it's kind of like a Theragun, you can get the Theragun Elite or the Theragun Pro or the Theragun Travel and they're all like different. To pay that much to jerk off when I could just use my finger does feel, I'm going to say it, insane. I do think it feels like an incredible invention. I'm sure like, it feels, oh, I actually, here's what's so, I actually feel horny looking at the pictures of it, even though it looks fucking disgusting. Lifetime warranty for $200. So it's really more like 1400 That's a lot of money. So interesting, all the different versions I'm looking at now. I know, and the different penises. Yeah, some of them don't very much look like traditional shaped penises at all. Not even. (laughs) Some of them are penises with circles in the middle. I don't know if I'd like that. Some of them, yeah. yeah, A double. Oh my God, do you think I could do ass and pussy? Oh. Why is that? (laughs) Just I don't know. know. Why is that? Ew. I don't know. Brian and I always like get turned on by talking about my asshole, and then the second he touches it, I'm like screaming in pain. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a story G- of holes. Oh, I am getting... Here's what's, Here's the thing. Oh, my God. There's one that's just a finger. Oh, that's mm. cheap. Yeah, Is but that I one need, cheaper? <laughs> I would need more than one finger. Right, girls? I told you my, <laughs> my famous story, girls. Right, my, right, girls? My famous story. <laughs> girls is when this girl in my, in my high school... Um, she... I, like, I was not... Mind you, I was not even close to in the conversation. I was just, like, listening in. And these girls were talking about, like, their weekend. And, like... And she, like, gestured to her friend, like, I'm sore. And then her friend was, like... They were, like, giggling. And then, and then she gestured to her friend. And she holds up three. And she goes, three fingers. Oh, my God. I, like, oh I my love God. that. I, like, I never even had one. <laughs> I love again. that aspect of um youth, of childhood, of innocence. I know. Um, How many fingers? That reminds me of being a freshman year, of being a freshman year. And I um I always sat next to this girl named Nicole in drama class. And she had, like, fake red hair, like, auburn hair. Like, you know, like, that kind of red that's, like, it's, like, Kate Walsh wow. style. You know Kate Walsh? Yeah. It's like her color she had. And she Speaking was of pretty. Kate Walsh, I haven't seen the new Emily in Paris yet. Have you? No, but I have to finish the story. I mean, I have seen most of it. I'm but sorry. um, and she would always eat French fries in drama class, and she loved the French fries so much. And she would keep a condom in her pocket of her uniform shirt. Oh, and yeah. she showed her friend once in drama, but she was like gorgeous, and you could tell she was like sexually active and but we were you have to remember i'm we're 14 we're freshmen and then at the end of each year in um my high school there was a six flags trip where you went to six flags oh and i was me and my friend were behind her in line at six flags for the superman coaster where you lie down on the coaster and she was talking about about how much better it feels when you put your when the guy puts your leg up like basically like near your head kind of and like goes in really deep and i was like this is crazy we're only 14 and she that's even crazy. knows she even knows what feels best wow i wonder where she is now i know i remember her last name so i do have the ability to look her up let's let's hack the mainframe as it were um this i'm sorry i'm still on the sibian website and i will get off it soon but what it, oh what's this this one's this one's just for men Oh. Oh, wait, okay. really? I can't tell what that is. It, is. When you say just for men, does, it looks like a. Does that mean that it's a. It looks like a penis pump. Oh, so it's a hole. It's just for men who want a hole, not for men who have a hole. I guess they would just use the woman's one. 
Yeah, you could write a Sibian. Hey, easy. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. You could write a Sibian easy, babe. Anyways, one of the testimonials said this woman never had an orgasm until she got on a Sibian. Wow. Her husband got you... one for her anniversary. That's that's cool. Poor husband, though. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, poor husband. Uh, but I have to find this girl. Where is she now? Beta. Oh, yeah. Let's find that girl now. Let's do a letter for help. Hi, Patrick and Patrick, huge fans of your work and all that you stand for. <laughs> I would you. love to hear your hot takes for 2022, what's in for 2022, and what's out for 2022, a.k.a. what we're bringing in and what we're leaving behind. For oh. example, I think we're absolutely bringing in triple texting and leaving behind the romance novels, the Hulu streaming series Pipeline. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, queen. Okay, queen. What did she say we're bringing queen. in? Triple Triple texting. So, triple text. Yeah, triple absolutely. Texting. I love that. Yeah, I don't feel love anymore texting. like in my late, late, late 30s that I'm in, um, meaning <laughs> that I'm 33 in three months, I um, I have no sort of like stigma no around double, triple, texting. quadruple texting. I will text you till the cows come home and I don't need an answer. Um, it's so. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt. It is so crazy that Vax cards don't fit in the classic wallet. Wait, did you see that story that like someone bought a someone bought like a passport case on um? Oh, and there was a fake Vax Amazon. card. There's a fake Vax card in it. I actually did see that, and I wondered what that was really about. Okay, wait. What are we leaving behind? And what are we? Oh, sorry, sorry. In? Okay, I'm, I'm present. Okay, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let's, let's go. Let's like, let's do like stream of consciousness really fast. Like 2022. Yeah. 22. What's in? I'm oh, leaving here. behind my haircut. I'm leaving behind my haircut. Here's this what's in. So Water, flared pants, saying no to things you don't want to do. Here's what's out. Um, social. All socials. All social media. Caring even about, caring even about TikTok. Caring even about TikTok. Caring about anything. You know what's out? Um, here's what's out. Uh, binge drinking at parties with people you don't want to talk to. And also what's out, you know, what's in is like seeing someone like get a me like a lot of attention on social media and being like okay so dot 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 <laughs> what's in is seeing people get a lot of a lot of attention on social media and being like i uh, hope they handle this well yeah 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 and like it's also like with seeing someone getting a lot of attention on social media and being like okay that doesn't even get you anything you know what's out beds that are so low to the ground oh jump, are they? i want to jump i want to jump up on my bed get over it um no i like a bed that's so low to the ground so for me that's you know in 2022 you know what society hasn't figured out and i don't i say this they haven't figured out wallets so in 2022 it's all about figuring out what wallet works for you i i, I bought this on a whim and it's not what i wanted yeah that looks weird no offense it's so weird it's even it's not even impossible to, wait that it wasn't english it's so weird it's not possible to describe what it is um yeah so those are wait, the things want, that are... what else is in you know what's in um <laughs> what's in is that i just washed with a toothbrush the david yerman bracelet my dad got me in high school and i was kind of thinking of bringing it back what's out is being mad at people i feel like we're like i'm just over being mad at people oh being mad at people is anymore. so out oh it, honestly i have i can I have never mental... muster the energy to be mad at someone my google spreadsheet of everyone um who's wronged me it's like i don't even care anymore it's cleared some of the people who have wronged me think about them i'm like i'm not even 1,000% certain they even still exist or ever did. <laughs> I agree. Oh, wait. Do you know that I was skiing and I, I got pretty good by the end? Oh, really? You know, I'm pretty good at skiing. Oh, I would love to go skiing with you. 
And but I have to say, knows. it really, it is, you know, I, you know, I've heard it once, you've heard it a million times, but it is more schlepping than I ever thought humanly possible. It is. Yeah, like, I hate skiing. Oh, skiing is an insane. awful activity that should have never been invented. It should have never, skiing should have never been invented. It should have never been popularized and it should have never been normalized. But I had a really fun time. Okay, those are so three happy. things that should never have happened. I had to cancel my LA trip, but I'm so happy I still got to see my fam on Christmas. Oh, also, I made I made my like I posted like twenty twenty one year in review, and everyone was like, "Where's the picture of Pat?" Oh I'm my like, god! I'm like, if you think if you think Pat and I take pictures of each other when we hang out, that's the last thing these two dysmorphic horrors are up to. <laughs> no, yeah, we you quite cute thinking about who the person that you talked to and i was like did they say anything about me and they only said one thing about me and i was like i wish they said more things about me and you were like they only said one thing about you and it was quick everyone has a crush on that person i know it's so annoying it's okay and the other thing i was gonna say you know merrick posted this picture of him with this absolute gorgeous man this essential be porn star person and so i I messaged him i was i messaged him i said hey hi Leave some of the rest of us. Leave some of the rest of us. He was like, we're friends. And I was like, okay. But the weird thing was, when I clicked on the guy's Instagram, Merrick didn't even... friends with Merrick? Merrick wasn't even (laughs) following him. Merrick wasn't following him. But they were were together in Mexico. And Merrick was like, he's my really good friend. And I was like, well, you should follow him then. Especially because he's hot. (laughs) That's that's quite a conundrum. I find that like... So it's funny when like one of your best friends is all of a sudden like on vacation with people you don't even know and you're like, okay, I know nothing about your life. You know what I've been, I know, I know. You know what um, I'm having the classic experience of lately? What? I'm having the classic experience of like seeing pictures of yourself from three years ago and being like, oh my God, I was so much hotter and I didn't even appreciate oh, it. You know what I, I mean? Was- Three so years ago, hot. I was hot. It's the picture crazy. of us, the picture of, of us at Patty and Meech is going away, where I look like a sex doll. I look so oh, beautiful. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm like, like, tri- not that it's bad, not that it's good or bad, but I am triple the size now. Do you know that Patty and Meech is going away was three years and one day ago, and yesterday's me and Angela's one e- three year anniversary. Wait, you know what's crazy is that I yesterday, literally, I was sitting with Brian and my dad, and. My dad was like, how long have they been together? And, and Brian and I were like, oh, it's probably their anniversary right around now because it's near Patty and Meech's going away. Mm-hmm. But it was Brian at Patty and Meech's going away? No. Yeah, he came later and he brought me a gift and then he broke up with me. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot Brian was like in our lives at that point. It's crazy that I've known Brian for – this was our fourth Christmas. Yeah, um, that is having crazy. Having known the pleasure of each other's bodies. I wish we were together. <laughs> but this, is the fourth, this, is, this was the fourth Christmas in my life where I knew what it was like to have sex with Brian. And guess what? <laughs> Amazing. Um, you know what I was thinking about too the other day and like really like fondly what memory mm-hmm. I was having? Me, mm-hmm. me you, and Meg uh, stalked her oh. in the um, – Upstate in the retreat. upstate retreat. I, I wish was I could go back to the worst time. anxiety in my life. Sam Smith DM'd me on the way there, and we couldn't figure <laughs> out why. <laughs> that was crazy. I peed in a bottle for no reason. <laughs> we signed up for Cameo, even we though we didn't want to. Mike, well, I am. I'm so sorry. I like have some mental block where I, I still. I have a few cameos that I just let expire because I don't know why, but I can't do them. But just keep requesting me because I will do them. Or just text me and I'll feel guilty. Now. Yeah, I, I feel really bad. I um, oh my God. started. I did a lot. I did a lot while I was in quarantine. But then it, it got to be Christmas. It got to be like I was stressed out and I let a bunch expire in the last couple of days. And I really do apologize. It's so hard. It, you know, people don't talk about this, but it <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> um, Brian just I wish I could go back into the past. 
I wish I could go me back too, into the past so badly. Uh, you know what? Actually, I have to say, I actually, you couldn't pay me to go back. I don't want to go back. I, I would like go life. back. Wait, do you want to hear about the porn Brian just sent me? Yeah. It's it's too. The title is um, Valentina and Mia share a cock. I, I hate when I hate, I hate three person porns. Oh, For some reason, okay. I have such a mental box. I can't even watch them. It's okay. I'm, What's I'll wrong with it. me? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with you. You're beautiful. You're made in Could God's I. image. Um, um you, I don't want to go back in the past. Here's what I feel. I don't want to go back. But I wouldn't mind having my old body for a little bit. I think I would like to. I used to feel so much joy and excitement, like, in 2018. I think being in L.A. reminded me of previous the times. That, the things that excited us, like, came back to haunt us. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <gasps> Wait. Oh, my God. I just saw the best. <laughs> um, a text from Ash- Ashley, your cameo rep. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we you know now my... Now, my cameo rep's name is Nate, but his last name is Todd, and I always accidentally call him Todd because it's a famous situation oh, of having two last Mine's name is Todd. Or he's a Yours you. name might be Nate. Shout out. Shout out, Nate Todd. Um, shout out to him, but he doesn't follow me on Instagram, but he did listen to our Lucas Gage episode because he texted me and said, love the Lucas Gage episode. Um, wait, I, so Lucas. I'm reading Slashing Towards Bethlehem, and there was such a good quote. Um, Let's hear it. Let's hear it, baby. Oh my gosh! R.I.P. Oh. By the way, a lot of legend. I know, isn't it crazy that we were talking about her in such a literally? I way. started her not. Her, I started her book the day she died, the bo- hours is, before she died. I literally killed the woman. Oh God, I was in on keeping a notebook. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's the best one. It's something about like staying on nodding terms with all of our past selves. Oh wait, I want to hear about that. Like. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, like, in time. You want to monologue for a little bit? Yeah. Okay, so here's here's the deal. Right now I'm ripping... Oh, God. Gel manicures. They really... Oh, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I thought I was ripping my... Fuck. I thought I was ripping my gel off. And I'm ripping my fucking toenail off. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, fam. I'm sorry to my team. My toenail is... Oh, this hurts so much. Um, okay, I'll monologue about something else. I finished Love Island. Ah, season three, Australia. And my favorite couple... Oh, there it goes. My favorite couple won. And I think we can get them on the pod because I think this was so much love. No one on Love Island Australia recent season has that many followers. So I think they are what I would call... <laughs> Brian and I watched that show, um, Amazon's Making the Cut. It's like Project Runway for Amazon, but it's literally haunted because every challenge, the designers have to make like a couture look and then what they call an accessible look that they would sell on Amazon.com. But obviously all the accessible looks are still psychotic. And Brian and I would laugh and picture like our moms trying to wear like the accessible look. So anyways, um, I think the point is, I think that the Love Island season three contestants are rocking an accessible look, which means, aka, they might respond to my DMs. Um, we almost had someone from Love Island on the pod, but I guess she canceled last minute. Um, hopefully, hopefully, we'll get her back in the new year. Canonically, of course, my religion dictates I do believe that the new year begins in September when school starts, when you're wearing corduroy, and when there's a gentle breeze that makes you wish you were younger than you ever were. Um, but the year is technically starting. I actually feel really good about the year starting. I'm like so ready for a fresh start. I had a really, the end of the year was really incredible, but also hectic. Um, I'm glad I got COVID out of my system. 
I, my goal is I'm really going to take care of myself for the first three weeks of January. I'm going to do, um, Sobina Januarina. Uh, if anyone, oh, if anyone wants to join me and be like accountability buds, like DM, cause it's hard, especially in January when there's nothing to do and it gets dark the second you wake up. But I know, I, I know what I know from experience in, um, cutting back on booze, my girl, first of all, at a certain point, I'm at a place now where I was drinking, I'm almost done. I was drinking so much during the holiday season that it actually stopped being fun at all. So I'm excited to do Sober Jan. And what I've learned about doing Sober Jan is that the first three days are annoying and then you don't really think about it. So Team Sober Jan, reach out. I'm also going to do my journal. And now we're dropping back in for the Joan Didion quote that Pat has found. Okay, wait, what's again? Sorry. Um, and just like that, whoa, I feel it. I found part of it, but I want to find more of it. All right, so this is only part of it, but. And just like that is growing on me, the the. Sex in the City program. We are well advised to keep on nodding terms with the people we used to be, whether we find them attractive company or not. But wait, there was more. There, like, whatever. There was more. Other, okay. I think we are well advised to keep on nodding terms with the people we used to be, whether we find them attractive company or not. Otherwise, they turn up unannounced and surprise us, come hanger, come hammering on our mind's door at 4 a.m. of a bad night and demand to know who deserted them, who betrayed them, who is going to make amends. We forget all too soon the things we thought we could never forget. We forget the loves and the betrayals alike, forget what we whispered and what we screamed, forget who we were. Fuck that's so me up. I know. It is. I have so much. I used to get so embarrassed of my past selves, and now I feel like a lot of compassion for them. Yeah, that's what that whole essay is about, I think, isn't it? Oh, I love when she's like, remember what it is, what it was to be me. That's yeah. what I write down. I like, it's oh. so funny because I just have been thinking about that. Like, I really am having so much trouble connecting with, you know, remember in 2018, I used to feel like I knew so much who I was, and I used mm-hmm, to feel so mm-hmm. engaged with my life, and I don't. Yeah feel like that anymore i feel like this like blank slate who's so boring and doesn't have like thoughts like i fucking need to go somewhere or do something or like i need to get out of here i think i don't i don't know like uh, but it's a pandemic i guess (laughs) no i feel like every like five or six years i go from knowing everything about myself to literally nothing and feeling like i've never had a single thought but i will say getting getting to go to latvia and do the pilot and like have a completely like new experience that was totally all-consuming like changed my like woke me up and changed my life you know i've been having this recent dread that like sometimes i feel like for me to really understand i still need to understand myself a little bit better than i do and i think to do Mm. that i'm gonna need to go somewhere completely different than i've ever been and completely leave my life just drop out for like six months to a year and figure out who i am outside of it all and that worries me about my relationship because I feel like how can you really yeah. ever know yourself if you're in a relationship because you're always beholden to this other person and you're always thinking about yourself in terms of how you relate to someone else and that means you can never know who you are like in a vacuum and separate from that and I don't know how people do it and how does no one else freak out I about know. that like if I never do that then I'll just have to know myself this much for the rest of my life and it's not enough I need to know a little bit better to understand don't I that makes sense it makes perfect sense and I think that's why I'm like that's why it was so important for me to like get my own apartment when I broke up with um my ex lol yeah I was like oh I literally when I was in that relationship I was like I can't stay in this because I haven't even had time by myself yet yeah but I do think now that I'm in a relationship that's more like 
I don't know, we're really good at doing our own thing. So I feel like, I mean, I totally get it, but I think there's a way for you to go on some kind of solo journey or adventure, or even just live in a different city for a few months. Yeah. I don't know, though. But are you just running from something or you really think Well, that's you need the thing. To... It's like it's impossible to know. You're, you've also been like working the same job for like a few months now and that yeah. makes you feel a little crazy. Totally. I know. But I get it. It's like it, it, it does start to feel it's like it's the greatest thing in the world to like be so in love. But you have to remember who you are and who, and who you were without that love. Right. And like sometimes there's this vision I have of like or not vision, but like this thought I have of like, or I guess I'll go back to being that person I was like if I'm ever alone again. But then I'm like, but wait, I I still want to be that person in some... You know what I mean? It feels like... um, Yeah, I totally... I feel like it's when I'm not in a relationship, I'm like a much... I'm like, sometimes I'm a higher frequency or a more vibrant version of myself. And then It I feels like, like, yeah, to be a partner, it feels like you, you necessarily have to... It grounds um, you. It grounds you and it, I think, mutes you a little bit because it makes you have to account for another person's needs all the time. But I and think then, it's also a good thing because it's unsustainable to be this, like, live wire at all times. Right, right. I don't yeah. know. I felt like, like, in my last relationship, I started, like, feeling like, oh, I haven't even, like, listened to a new song in, like, six months. And I was like, I used to be, like, constantly looking or devouring new art. Yeah. I don't and know. And the obvious answer is, like, okay, Patrick, if you want to live a more interesting life, instead of, like, forsaking all the people around you, maybe just don't watch teen mom for 14 hours a day and maybe that could even be like a way to do other things i think it's just like it's not it's hard because because of pandemina you've had these new experiences but they've been like literally in your room alone right like you need to go you need to go like work on a show where you're like going to set and like being involved in the production and like traveling and yeah you know working with people in person is going to be totally different also i don't know because then i read that other essay the one called Slouching to Bethlehem where she just goes to San Francisco for months on end not sure what she even is looking for what story she necessarily wants to tell and then even the people in that are like these 60s dropouts who are living these insane lives and um I'm like I don't know I I I, you know it's funny I journaled this and they might make a substack thing of it but I was like I just have become overwhelmed with this fear that I am watching I'm I'm letting it all slip through my fingers. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in two yeah, years well, I'll be thirty five, yeah, which is but fine. I think, I think with the pandemic, we've all we're all now like extremely antsy for something to fucking happen to us because we've been literally like life has stopped. Yeah, I guess I just don't feel one thousand, one thousand, one thousand percent sure what exactly it is that I would like out of life. Like, what will make it so that at the end I look back and say that was satisfying and I'm mm. scared that by the time I realize it, I will have let too much of it pass by. Mm. But anyways, I, um... Anyways, also, I want a baby is one lately. of the most I really want to be... Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I'm, like, so scared... I know my ovaries are so... I'm trying to, like, call this gynecologist, but we keep playing phone tag, and I'm doing that thing where I just, like, am not listening to the voicemail, even though it's been on my phone for, like, two weeks. I need to go oh, see really? if I have any eggs or what's going to happen with me. Oh, my not God. That I'm even, not that I'm even happening. close. Not that I'm even close to ready. 
But if I can't have kids, um, maybe I'll just adopt when I'm older. And will you still love them as much? Will you love um, them as much? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I want a baby. I want to adopt a baby, like, tomorrow. Oh, my God. But I'd love that. Is, but, that well, then you'd so, really not be able to go I to San Francisco. I know. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also so funny to think of San Francisco then in the 60s and, like, San Francisco now where it's, like tech bros and oh stuff it's like that. i fucking hate san francisco i went there and our car got broken into and everyone was annoying and it, the weather was weird here's what i'll say i think that mm, as a 30 year old who knows literally nothing it seems like you basically have if you want to have a kids in a family you have to stop your life for like essentially 20 years and then yeah. if you're interesting and adventurous enough you can kind of start your life again after that but you can't unless you're a billionaire bad, slash bad parent you can't yeah parent you can't act you can't actively parent and still keep like living some sort of uh you know essay worthy lifestyle the shape of but, oh, but the what am i gonna time, do what am i gonna do but... make jokes about having a kid at club coming lol <laughs> But like, my little baby is being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Joan Didion had a husband and a kid. And I know, they both died in the same year. Horrific. Horrific, horrific, horrific. Oh, she had kids when she went to San Francisco? I don't I know. Maybe not, maybe not that, but I think she was married when she went to San Francisco. Yeah, marriage to me, so, sometimes it seems so freeing and like beautiful I, I i'm at a point now where i know like i definitely want to marry brian and i'm hoping you know i'm not in a rush but i can't imagine my life without him but at the same time there is i still i do this sometimes yearn for that sexy little girl running around europe being a whore it's pretty yeah. fun you need to go to europe mm. do yeah that i don't think europe is my first on my list well it's also honestly like if you're gonna be if you're not like clubbing and stuff then yeah i'm definitely not clubbing and stuff oh god <laughs> going to europe to club is the is not what i want right now <laughs> not what, it's, not, it's not what i want right now but it's what i wanted when i was 20 wait okay should we wrap up i guess you know when i was picking up my toenail and now my finger is dirty i don't want to touch my computer classic situation my toenails oh it's hurt what i did it hurt what um, i did there do you have a question of the week do you have a New Year's resolution? Oh, Catherine, I'm trying to end it. Oh, okay. Ru- keep, <laughs> hey, keep, keep that keep that in so you guys know what I put up with. Um, oh, my my crush of the week. Oh, my crush of the week is my um my brother's girlfriend Laura because she gave me the cutest Christmas gift. She gave me this tiny uh necklace. It's a charm. It's a tiny key, and it says my building number where my brothers and I live. Isn't that so cute? And my crush of the week, my crush of the week is Will Russ. Follow Jesse Spano on Twitter. Yes, and... Will, oh, Will Russ too. It absolute angel. It's yeah, so absolute funny angel sweet. person. And he watches the challenge just like how I do. Do you feel hot today? I kind of look good. I think. I don't. I mean, it's like. Do you laughable. think I kind of look good? Yeah, you look great. You look great. I need a haircut. I need a lot of work right now. I need, I need <laughs> we do, we too. both need to get some work done. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna need to get work done are you mad at me because i kind of freaked out when you wouldn't let me end it no no i was just enjoying talking to my friend but no me know. too but like all good things that are that must come to an end and that's like <laughs> the, and that's those are the episode titles of the two-part series finale of dawson's creek but the i part- also feel like i didn't say i like ha- i was like asleep the first half of the epi and now i'm finally waking up but it's fine because i actually have to go get ready for dinner anyways oh cool 
Okay. Um, all right. Live, laugh, love. Are you, are you mad at me? Absolutely not at all. Live, laugh, lemoncello. Live, laugh, lemoncello. Bye. Seek treatment if you're boring as fucks.